episode 260, Ed J.C. Smith, From Suicide to Happiness Empire. Welcome. Check out this fantastic podcast. Do the little guy a favor. Subscribe and review. It'll help get him off my back. I'm Adam Lewis Walker, former teacher and athlete, now turned lifestyle entrepreneur, best-selling author, keynote speaker, and host of the Awaken Your Alpha podcast. Every week, I start it off with me, myself, and I, and my thoughts on the week. Get to the podcast. I'm getting to it, Adam. As usual, please do head over to ayalpha.com to connect with the show, connect with me, and really get all the exclusive stuff and what it's all about. The easiest and most interactive way is men, please do head over to my completely free men's mastermind on Facebook, Awaken Your Alpha with ALW, have some interaction, and basically connect with like-minded individuals. And that's what it's really all about. Please do share, review, like. Um, if If you have been listening to this for a while and you haven't managed to get a chance to review it, please do, it makes a huge difference. I'd really appreciate that. And reach out to me, connect. I'd love to hear your story and what you're up to and what you're doing to make a difference and a change in yourself and in the world. Enjoy this week, speak to you soon, and I look forward to sharing this week's guest. The Awaken Your Alpha podcast, live limitless. We have Ed J.C. Smith on today. Yeah! <laughs> so he's definitely not like this now. We're going to dig into, you know, his whole thing is about coming back from, from wanting to kill himself back in the day to owning a seven-figure empire. He's a real positive guy. I've seen him speak a couple of times. Awesome guy. And we're going to dig into that. He's all about social media success, happiness. At the moment, he's studying for a PhD, searched into psychology. We're going to dig more into the details of that. But firstly, Ed, are you ready to awaken your alpha today? Mate, I'm ready. Awesome. (laughs) Get this alpha going. I can hardly hold you back. So, I mean, that was quite a brief intro. It's like, you know, it it lends itself to a lot of questions. What are you all about? What would you like to add or subtract or highlight in your brief intro there? Uh, Thank you for the intro. Thank you, Adam, for having me. And as always, thank you for listening. If you're still listening already, you haven't turned off. (laughs) What? We haven't dropped out yet. (laughs) And make sure you subscribe and make sure that you review Adam's podcast. It's essential. So it helps him grow. You like that? Got a a little plug straight in there. (laughs) I would have to do it this time. They're pretty bored of me repeating that every time. But it does help a lot. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I think um, it's a it's a strap line that I've used. It, I think it, you know, from a marketing element, it gets good engagement and it's it dictates kind of like it starts the script of where my journey began, uh, where we are currently now. And I suppose, you know, a lot of people always say, "How did you get into the coaching industry? How did you how did you start a business?" And you know, I, I didn't realize I even had a business. So the thing is. You know, I started like most of us. I, I suppose as a young boy, I had a lot of questions, and I and I had an older brother, and he didn't really have the answers. Hmm. I had a family; they didn't have the answers, <laughs> and you know, I was looking for you know, I was, I was looking for a role model. I was looking for some, you know, I, I was just someone that had a lot of lot of questions. I needed a lot of answers, and I didn't get that from my homing environment. I didn't seem to get results at school that I wanted and I found myself at an early age very depressed and alone yeah how and, old were you Ed well I was 13 when I actually so I had some down times I on a November day I went to a railway station to actually you know to end it in a, in, in a bad sort of kind of headspace and and then you know luckily I was pulled back I ended up in therapy and I was 
yeah, just I just felt like I was a little bit lost in life, and really, in a short period of time, I ended up trying different therapies and and having different people in my life, and I found someone that really resonated, and I started reading and started changing the way I thought, and I started investing in like coaching programs. I became um, a, a personal trainer and a coach at the age of sixteen, and it, it you know I, I know it sounds cliche, but it really changed my life and because of that that's all I've ever really done yeah and so therefore you know at the, at the age of 19 I started a second business with one of my clients at the time and that was like an information-based um, business where I was going out and we're actually buying data at the time my third business was a really big failure and from then I just at 22 I started a consultancy agency where I was going into companies going in and teaching them how to be more effective, talk, you know, mindset, how to be more effective on the phone, how to make more sales. And yeah. all along I started building different businesses on the side. Some were successful, some not so, some were massive failures. And, yeah. you know, today we move forward. I've got a couple of different businesses that have really kind of taken off. The social media agency is going really well. You know, that's what the market's really all about, how to get more traffic, how to get, you know, greater positioning, how to, you know how to get more clients on board through your business through more effective channels like social media versus you know tv magazines etc and i have a land-based business that i started a while back with one of my clients which i don't have any kind of it's completely i'm completely out of it it's mainly you know finding investors to to buy into different sorts of projects and uh, I've been very fortunate on the kind of contacts that I've built up over a period of time because yeah. a, a lot of people often used to ask me, you know, how do you, how do you get mentors, all of that kind of stuff. And I suppose going back a bit as a, as a personal trainer, all my, all my clients, I was working in North London, which was an mm. affluent area yeah. and all my clients were entrepreneurs. So they generally as a whole, 80% all had their own businesses. So I was very lucky to have, you know, a solid network around me. And, and that's what I've tried to do today with the academies, build like a strong entrepreneurial network so that yeah. people are supported when, you know, you're building your businesses, it's hard stuff. And so, you know, that's kind of really where we're at today, where we okay. have like an academy that supplies, you know, online training to people that want to start building, grow their business, to helping them to become more successful, more happy, more balanced, whatever that is. Yeah. <laughs> health, so, wealth and relationships. Awesome. So before we dig too much into your area of mastery, which, you know, we definitely want to do, I want to just, you know, reverse a little bit because I've been fully depressed back in the day. Um, I never to a point where I was suicidal, but I can definitely see how it can go that way. And I was a little bit older in life when it happened to me. But if you can remember, what was like the, the core, was there a core sort of source or aspect of your depression it was a combination of not not succeeding and, and i felt like i just didn't get school and yeah. it was something that i grew up in a background where you know my my parents were very strict around working and mm. i had we had very strong work ethic like i used to work very hard but i, I just didn't get the result mm. and you know when you're putting a lot of effort in and you're just not getting results, it's very demotivating. And so, yeah. you know, my brother seemed to get much better results and did less. And so therefore you're continually, 
being benchmarked yeah and it, you know I, I love my brother and, I, and i've healed those relationships with my family yeah. <clears throat> my dad you know wasn't <clears throat> he wasn't happy with where he was at and so i totally appreciate you, you know he, he got fired from his job the economy was changing and he was taking out a lot mentally on myself my brother and it was just a it was just one of those days where I remember being in the car with him. He picked me up from school. He was—he said some things that were horrific that he didn't mean to say. Like all of us have said things that we don't, you know, when we're in a bad state, yeah. we're in a bad mindset, that we've said things that we regret. And I, I know he didn't mean that. And then, you know, you get in a bad state, you end up making stupid decisions. And thank God... Thank God it didn't, I didn't follow through on that. Thank God I did yeah. get help. And, you know, for many years, I, you know, I used to be very, I used to, I used to live in a, a lot of uh, guilt for that decision, thinking that that could have happened and what could have happened, et cetera. Yeah. And so um, I, it, it did change the course of my life. All I've ever done is, is to, to, to put my focus into something the opposite. So I, I felt like I'd been helped. I felt like, I really had found something like this makes me feel really good from like, I had a, a back injury as well. So I was going through physiotherapy at the same time. And so I started linking, okay, so if I can teach someone else this kind of stuff, I'll get qualified as a coach and as a personal trainer. Yeah. And I went straight out at the age of 16 and started renting space in a gym that was near me. And as a kind of back rehab specialist, yeah and oh i like it already specializing like it because <laughs> that's all i knew really yeah. i yeah. knew i knew that journey from you know, oh, one year the cops sorry. are coming for you mate mate standard i'd <laughs> say <laughs> so where are you speaking to us from today are you still in we're, north so london we're in, in central area? we're in central london so yep. excuse me if the, if the police <laughs> come by as they do yeah so, so i went out and started building a client base around kind of you know they're helping people with relationships with their health and their fitness yeah and from that i just again i never did it from wanting to earn more money it was purely like this is something i enjoy and you know initially i did it completely free and then my dad yeah. was like you know you've got to make this work yeah if you want to do this full time I, I still you know i was still at school i was still doing it on the site i was doing it every weekend I was, you know, I applied to go to university and didn't get into the ones that I wanted. So I had to beg. It was like a, a constant like theme of like rejection and not getting yeah. where I wanted to be. And well, in that between thirteen to sixteen, I know, like you say, just when we go glance at the story, like it does sound like you know you you had that kind of near miss, and then all then it all turned round. But I'm sure the reality was very different. I mean, how long did it did it take? in terms of when you started to feel like actually maybe you're not, you know, fully better and maybe a positive person or, you know, feeling happy, but at least you're feeling like, you know, you're out of that depression. In terms of like my mental state, in terms of like my happiness, I did feel like once I got into something that I was doing, I really did feel like, you know, I mean, normal is an interesting word. I don't know if I'll, <laughs> I'll ever fit into that. Um, <laughs> I've met you, no, you won't, mate, um, in a good way. <laughs> you know, when I was at university, and although I was working for myself still, I remember, you know, a lot of pressure was, and, and for my family to say, you know, you need to get a proper job. 
and you, you, yeah. you know if you're going to university you need to get my brother's a lawyer my sister's a fashion editor so you need to get a real job and mm. so so in the back of your mind no matter, and i believe no matter how positive you are you 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 can't not take on someone else's belief if you hear it enough times yes and so yes I remember, it goes into your subconscious definitely yeah and so i remember going and doing a placement year for a from to, rather than finishing straight away, I took a placement year at university as, as kind of a last kind of minute thing. I started working in a marketing agency of which, like a sports marketing agency of something that I thought I'd really like. Yeah. And I, and I hated every minute of it. However, <laughs> I loved the fact, I loved the idea of it. And I love that, that year was the most beneficial year to kind of really enforce the fact that I don't want to work for someone else, I want to work for myself. I'd like to create a marketing agency, and I'm totally cool. Even if, if, if just working for myself as a personal trainer, as a coach at that level, even if that's all I ever get, I'm still very happy. So the moment I finished that year, and I yep. took a decision to full time work for myself and never go back to that finishing university, honestly, my happiness and my freedom, because I had autonomy. I never yeah. looked back to be honest yeah and uh, and so therefore although like of course we all have ups and downs in the business it, it was from a freedom choice of to, to be able to choose what i wanted to do yeah i want to do something that i'm passionate about daily that i feel good about that i can progress in and that i am i, I want to do and and if i want to do that for the rest of my life that that i would do that and people would say you can't be a person trainer for the rest of your life i'd be like watch me if that's what yeah. i want to do then then because we're talking a while back and where there weren't a lot of people doing that it was brilliant i loved it however it was limited in its scalability and therefore yeah. then i went on a journey of just increasing my buffers to make sure that i had more stability in my yeah. life. you do make it seem simple but so i want to just dig into that what do you think are some of the you know the keys for your businesses and, and also uh, linked to that largely as well, social media success and some of the common pitfalls you see people getting wrong and what you feel like you've kind of, you, you're on the right path with, with your businesses and some of the things you do really well. I do believe it is easy, but mm -hmm. you have to be prepared to, you know, the, the, the lie is that you're gonna, you know, the, the break your nine to five, <laughs> you know, that as a statement is a lie, right? Because yep. you break the nine to five and then work literally every hour and minute and second that god gives you yeah and that's right? the, that's so. the discipline when it's your own business because if you've picked it right like you said you're really into it as well and you can see <laughs> yeah. the fruits of your labor so it's like oh i do a little bit more i do it you know it's, it's that's where the discipline really comes in and like you say it can be hard to turn off especially if you're you're very passionate and, and doing well and and so like here's the it, it, i never turn it off so so some people will say <laughs> Well, you never, you know, you never have a day off, but I, I never look at it like that. I, I look at it as like, I love what I do. Therefore, why, why would I turn myself off? Yeah. It's like, <laughs> it's just a part. So that's what I do believe. If you get into a, a couple of avenues that you just really love, then I know that sounds so generic and I know loads of people say, do find something you love, but it, it's, it's true to the core. I know you can't just love it. 
yeah. there has to be progression in yeah them. so apart from obviously loving it and your and your uh, your natural skills what are some of the you know strategic or tactical things that you think right like say you're going to start a new business tomorrow so what do you you think some of the key things you do get right clearly you're authentic and this is what you're all about and i've met you and you you know this you're doing what you love what are some of the key tactical things all comes down to most people want more time want more money in some shape or form yeah and want more freedom more options again it's 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 you know finding something that you like to do love to do and then does the market does the market is there a market for it so for example you know i talk a lot about social media and you know i've just come off a call and taken on a big client who you know got you know a huge monthly budget 20 grand a month looking at building really solid content around their social media campaigns mm -hmm. increasing you know increasing viewability increasing views onto their staff increasing you know traffic in and it's i think it's you have to be aware of what what the market's doing and so i was always in a consultancy you know i had a consultancy agent for a long time and i was you know we were doing leadership training we were doing like managerial training and then when social media started to come i was just I was, I was there, maybe the right time, right place. And I was looking at like, wow, this is a great vehicle. Yeah. You know, and you know, 2007, when, when it started coming into the UK, I'm on there posting pictures of my current, you know, my current, I, 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 you know, at that time I was in, I was in France doing a consultancy for a Russian dude with with his boat and i was posting pictures of me on this boat <laughs> yeah. and i was I noticing like still today i still get traction and people saying what we, you know do you still have that and i'm, and I'm like yeah just chilling on my boat and <laughs> all, 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 all as, as a joke and all that and i remember i actually got potential business from those initial kind of first posts and i was like this is crazy yeah it's you know, crazy. like it's it, you know like I, I i i got a couple of the ty top... lopez factor you should have rented some yeah, lambos it, it was <laughs> li literally like just because i remember like not even really knowing what we were what what it was about yeah you know this this and i was just happened to be i, I literally 2007 is really where my business as a consultancy massively changed yeah. i was about to give it up and look for something a bit more stable because I was literally, it was just a lot of rejection. You know, it was literally yeah. trying to get, you know, pitching against people that were Ernst and Young consultants, and just as you know, the objections were consistent. And I think, like anyone, any to, to today, it's just too easy to give up. It's unfortunately on this world of social media, <clears throat> a lot of like the problems I see is that people are expecting that instant gratification because. Mm that they put out a podcast or they put out a video and no one liked it or no one viewed it. And sometimes I think people can come to my events and be like, Oh, it's all right for him. But they like all of these things, they don't see how long it took, but it took, yeah. you know, heavy grafting to get that from a good solid five years of solid rejecting, you know, building, trying to build a consultancy where, you know, I consistently had to go back to, you know, taking ones, I, I really was like trying to build a consultancy based business and I consistently had to take on more individual clients, go, go back steps because I couldn't afford to really uh, afford to, you know, live unless I was taking on these one-to-one -one paying clients. Mm. And I, I didn't really want that anymore. And I wanted, you know, to, you know, I had some other businesses, I had a t-shirt business that was, 
you know going up and then coming down and yeah. you know it was just overloaded all the time but in uh, you know 2007 i won this um this russian contract called the pit group and yeah. he I, I i mean i'd crashed my audi on the way to the to the interview i was pissed i don't know i mean not 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 pissed drunk just pissed you know <laughs> I, angry. Thought gonna, I thought he's drunk then as well it's just like I, uh, this is it and i just unloaded a load into this interview and we we connected and you know he it, it again it, it just it changed my whole belief around what was possible and, and i ended up working for him full-time for four years Nice. And whilst I was, uh, you know, building my stuff on the side and it gave yep. me a lot of stability in my life where yeah. I'd been like hunting for a long time. And I think like anyone today, so, so we move with the market. And so as we continue to, I, I'm continually like looking at new developments. And when 2012, the, you know, Facebook introduced their marketing platform, I was on it looking at how can I use it? How can how would some of my clients use it? How will it yeah. mature? And still today, it's still, you know, it's, it's, it's still maturing. It's still earlier days, live format. You know, I look yeah. at, you asked me how to, to get people, you know, I, I believe live and using your live more efficiently and, you know, retargeting your live and making sure that your ads are linked to your live is, is great because it's an H to H communication. It's, that is, I want people to have experienced or seen before they come to an event, me, because if, if they don't, I want them to, to either say yes to that or no. I'd yeah. rather they say, I don't want loads of people turning up saying this guy's cheesy as hell. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> I, I want them to realize how cheesy I am already. Yeah, that's, you yeah, know? that's your vibe. But I think it's really important with the, the live stuff that you touched on there. Like, it's people just want to know you know, who you are at the end of the day so they can work out if, they, if you are their kind of guy. Real. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think you're going to see a lot of different businesses that are unable to do that sort of format. And with, with life today, I mean, the last event, the sharp rate was incredible. We had, you know, the highest percentage of tickets purchased up ahead of schedule. And yep. I, I put it up to, uh, again, just consistently putting out a lot of high level content. Mm. Like anyone that wants to build a business today, you just have to put high level quality content out there over a period of time really know your area, really master your area and stay, stay open, keep the ego in check and make sure, make sure that, you know, that you're always open to taking on new ideas, compounding on it. And like, as I said, I've been lucky to be in this coaching space for such a long time. And that's all I really ever know. But I stay grounded and work on staying grounded. I'm continually reading, continually strengthening my knowledge and, always exploring for different angles and different ways in which to, to apply maybe some, an old sort of lesson into a new sort of style yeah. and finding new markets in which to, to, to attract to. I believe today more than ever, like the youth market, you know, we run a couple of voluntary programs within the youth market and, you know, the youth market is, is massively different today on social, based on social media, based on, like I remember when I was young and, I had comparison problems and I think that was, you know, that was my major issue. I was always comparing myself to my brother. I felt it was constant references to other people. And you think about that's how I felt with a small circle of influence around yeah. me with people that I went to school with, my brother, my family. And 
that influence was enough. Yes, I was probably a little bit unstable to say the least. That's the, you know, and that's that's why I did what I did. You know, that, that's the on kind of j- going joke in, in in our family. That's I'm cool with that. But yeah. like I think t- today, the use of comparison is unfortunately huge. Their their comparisons are, you know, on social media. If you're growing up and you're 18, you're 17, and you're looking at like everyone else doing this and this, and you're like, yeah. I don't know what I want to do, you know. Yeah. Like, and so that's that's an audience that we we work heavily to reach towards. I'm all about that, you know, giving a high level value man. at a low level, low level cost. Inspiring, man. So, in terms of wrapping things up in our alpha round, what's a quote or even a motto that you like to live your life by? So, so I have a standard strap line. I, 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 I. I I, I leave every single video with the same strap line and it's no matter what happens, never give up on your dreams. Keep squeezing every single ounce out of your life, out of that business. And my good friend, I'll see you tomorrow. Cause I believe in daily training yourself. I believe that people unfortunately seriously just give up too quickly today. Yeah. I like the consistency there just tied into, especially like you're talking about social media being consistent. And I think I'm guilty of it myself. Like, I've said something, you know, something I believe in. I might have said it once or twice or a few times. But like you said, if you say all of your videos, for example, you sign off with that, which is really to your core, um, it could be the first time or the only time someone comes across you. And that's that consistency and that reminder because it's, 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 like you say, you don't just do it one day and then, and then forget about it for a, a couple of weeks it's, or a month. It's, it's, every single, it's every single email. It's every single, it's every single video. Yeah. Yeah, you repeating it to yourself as well, as well as other people. A hundred percent. At the end of every single, you know, uh, every single video, after, they are like, "Yeah, yeah, <laughs> never give up on my dreams." <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's it's like a, a series you like. You have like the theme music, or the, you, you know, you're yeah, like, you like, you get used to it. It's that consistency, and you know where you are, and you central man. Yeah. What is a, a book you either like to recommend, or is just a personal all-time favorite book? I would I'd definitely say, of course, my book. Well, no, I'm kidding. I'm stop it. Stop it. Hashtag plug. Um, secret source to happiness. No, um, so the book that changed my thinking was um, Man's Search for Meaning by Viktor Frankl. Oh, yes. And um, that, that was the first book. I've got that, that right here. But when did you read that? Because I only read that recently. Because people, like yourself, that had been recommended so many times. When did you read it? I, I read that in... 2000 and no no 1993 oh geez yeah, so so that was the first wow book. you are baby-faced assassin you must have been about three years old then <laughs> so it was th- th- 13 years old i read that wow yeah. that was a crucial time blimey yeah yeah definitely because i i lacked no meaning yeah i lacked meaning and i remember the you know the therapist saying you lack meaning in your life and i was like yeah i, I don't understand this meaning process like, I don't get it. And she's yeah. like, here you go. And it's like, man, search for meaning. And you're like, oh, that's pretty good. <laughs> wow. That is crucial. And, and, the, wow. and the power of a title as well. I yeah. mean, it's, it really was. I think if you get that title right to the person, you know, a lot of people get recommended mm. because it's a great the thing is there's lots of books out there. And I just suppose, you know, it's, it's not super empowering. It's not super emotionally written. It's just a very real story. Yeah. And, and it's very, um, it's very short, isn't it? It's like, was it a small book? Yeah. yeah I mean, it's, it's, it, it is what it, you know, it's, it's, 
I think a lot of people are expecting it to be some sort of really inspiring piece of work. It's not about that. It's no. purely the fact that when, when I first read that, and I probably read it once a year, just a little mm. highlight, it's just a reminder. I remember reading it thinking, you know, I've got nothing to worry about yeah. because I'm not going through that. And therefore, I have to start taking responsibility for what I'm, what's currently. And then it talks about Carl Jung. It talks about, you know, your life is a reflection of what mm. you see on a daily basis. And you're, you are a reflection of your reality. And I was like, oh, like, I don't get that. Mm. However, like, I'll, I'll start to consider that. And it, it, I think if you get the right information at the right time, uh, and, and it can go very close into the core of your thinking, I believe... I was, it was just, here's an example, right? Today I phoned, I phoned someone to, to book a meeting with them and they had one of those voice, voicemails that they, they, they answer it and it's not yeah. really them. And they're like, oh, hi, it's Rob here. And then you go, oh, hi, Rob. I'm just, um, it's, and they're like, this is a voicemail. And then what happens though is that it just like, it creates a program in your head. You're like, what? You remember it, right? Because it's, <laughs> And it's, you know, I believe if, if you can get information in front of someone at the right stage of their life, when they are really open, they're coachable, they're, they, they, that's, and it's really solid because that's such an integral book. Mm. You know, I, I, it, was, it, was, it, was, it was a beginning to really start thinking, shit, I need to take ownership over this. I need to, I need to get more of an understanding around this stuff. I do believe fundamentally if someone is not, in enough pain they might not they have to, that, that's one of the things i'm working on is it's the people have to really truly be in a lot of pain in order to start changing things in yeah. their life and yeah i read it a completely different stage of my life like over here with a family um and it was impactful but in a, in a different i just think it's the perspective it really gives it really gave me a good sense of perspective as well like you say horrific conditions um and some of the things sometimes you can worry about or what's on your mind at the time. And you just mm. think, blimey, sort it out. <laughs> yeah. you know, I read that perspective and, you know, like the, make the most of your opportunity because you, you never know what's going to happen. And uh, yeah, yeah. I, it's just very, very good double recommendation for that one. Um, and almost linked to that. What's some of the, the best advice you've ever received? Oh, these are good questions, dude. Um, <laughs> I had a personal client who was a very wealthy guy and he was the first to teach me the concept of giving money away. Mm. And I, again, I was at a stage where I didn't have a lot. And, you know, again, the, the power of having someone there as a good mentor, where I was very lucky to be, you know, providing a service to someone. someone when I'd be, you know, co when I'd be like personal training some of these people, they'd be like, you know, I don't know who should be paying for this session, you or me, you're just absorbing and taking anything you can from my head. And I was like, yeah, this is where it's at. You know, <laughs> um, but I, I remember uh, who, the guy is called Dr. Shamel Chandra. And he is the, now he's the actual, he's a, he heads out the artificial intelligence at Google. And I, I had him as a client from an early wow. age. Yeah. And we did a bit of consultancy. He's got a hedge fund called Amplitude. Anyway, he was, the first, he was the first guy that taught me really good, solid concepts around money. And he taught me the concept of giving 10% away. And I know lots of people talk about it. And it's in Eastern mm. and, and, and Buddhas talk about it. And you know, loads of people talk about this concept around giving. But he was the first one to truly make an impact 
on my thinking of it. And I do believe the practice of that is such a powerful component because you, 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 you end up not, not through just a business concept of like a lot of people get on board like, ah, you know, if it, if you give more, you'll get more, which is still just like reciprocation. And, Mm. but if you give more and you truly want to give more because you want to give more without expecting any in return, because people continually, like, I believe that's the art of business today. You have to give more value. You have to give a greater service. You have to give a greater product to the market. Yeah. You have to give more of yourself. And if you practice just giving, then I did initially have kind of money fears. But when I, when I started that, it was a very odd concept. You give your time. Like still today, I, I never miss, you know, every single month I do, you know, uh, at least a day or a weekend with St. Mungo where I'm helping and building skills for those, their clients coming through from people that have been sleeping on the street to yeah. starting the business or, or just being able to, to give back to the community in some shape or form. And it, it grounds you. It keeps you, it keeps you a good person. It keeps you like when everything's going all good and stuff, it's so easy to, to forget the basics. I've started, so many yep. businesses with people that, like I started a, you know, a finance-based business with some people last year that just was a drastic failure. And when you, when you realize like some people are just, they're so focused on the cash, yeah. that it's that because they're focused on the cash, it ends up literally just going downhill because they're not focused on the quality of the product or the client retention or, or providing a really good service. It's, it's, it's fascinating. It's, yeah. it's, and, you know, as I get older and hopefully wiser, I start to realize, like, the, like there's certain things like managing your team and th- th- things like when I was younger, I just, I remember reading loads and I've listened loads to people like the power of managing your team. And I used to be like, yeah, yeah, whatever, you know, <laughs> it's so powerful. Like we have, with the agency, we have a strong team. We're about 20 of us together now. And we're looking you know, to, to get a new office. And the dynamics that you build together is... Because I used to do a lot of outsourcing. And I was all yeah. into massively like streamlining. And just over the last couple of years, I've been building a more solid base in London. Even though it is more expensive, I believe it's... We can deliver a greater customer valued experience mm-hmm. through that. And yeah... <sighs> Yeah, I suppose it's, it's an interesting concept, this, this thing called life, that the continuity evolves forward. Yeah. When it comes to social media success, I'll bring it back onto sort of more specific business. Is there a particular resource you use or a resource you recommend? Again, this is not a new conversation, but I'd like to reiterate the, the importance of it is building a personal brand. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I wish I'd started on a personal. I, I stood behind my agency for a long time. Yeah, and I wish I had have started a personal brand sooner. So I I always say to to anyone like if you can just start like every brand needs a face to a business. Yeah, and you know as as with a very as as with a mastermind group yesterday with some other educators in in the business, I'm still so surprised where some of them are turning over a big eighty five mil plus. They still don't have a face of the brand, and I think. If they were to, you know, it would just, again, it's better client retention and a better model, a more safer model moving forward. Specifically tool-wise, I would say you just get 
for anyone, get a Facebook page and put your own, like, you can still have your, your business with your, your business partners or whatever. Just build mm-hmm. a personal brand as well. It's, yeah. it's something that is really easily done. It's, and I think sometimes people don't believe themselves as a personal brand. And just practicing your skill, getting content delivery, I don't care what arena you're in. If you're a hydroclonic therapist and you're starting up a business in you know, South London, you could still build a personal brand around that because they're going to buy into you and you know your passion around whatever it is. I don't care what market it is. In terms cool. of like really specific yeah. tools, it's well known. But you know Google AdWords standard. Look at your key term planner. Like plan your plan your topics around what's being searched online. Who do you think from your network would be a great recommendation to interview on the show? Have you interviewed Nick James? I have. Um, yeah. Good recommendation. Have you interviewed Rob Moore? Rob Moore? No, I haven't. And that was, um, I've only came across Rob Moore through Nick James. I think Nick James did a video with him. He currently is one of his big speakers um, for an upcoming event, if I'm correct. So he's progressive property. Yeah. He's got a great business, great guy. We're doing, he's a client of mine. I can definitely put you in touch with him. He seems like a really interesting guy. And um, yeah, he seems like he's got some very, interesting concepts yeah and not and not you know not just for property people um just for business and empire building in general i've got another another guy i do my podcast with rob he's a he's a personal trainer super super fun guy yeah rob the truthful trainer i don't maybe you can you can come on our podcast i happily have you oh legendary the next phase of my kind of plant cultivate harvest i'm head down writing the book at the moment but i'm right near the end and then it's going to be the other side of the coin, you know, getting out there and uh, putting it, cool. putting it out there as much as possible. So I'd know I'd love to come on and um, add some value. So that'd be awesome. Mate, pleasure to have you. What is the best way people can connect with you and you know listen to your podcast or you know touch base with you? So so my Facebook page, Ed J C Smith, yeah, and my my website www.edjcsmith.com. Test me out. See what you think. <laughs> right, Ed, it's been an absolute pleasure today. Thank you so much for your time. Adam, pleasure, dude. Thank you, man. The Awaken Your Alpha podcast. Also head over to Facebook, Awaken Your Alpha with ALW to join a great group of men in there. Do the little guy a favor. Subscribe and review. It'll help get him off my back. <laughs>